0: Welcome once again to Lato's Law. Here's Steve Leto. I had a whole bunch of people send me the story about this uh, fishing contest. And it's a strange story because these fishermen entered a contest. And the contest was to go out and, and catch the biggest fish. And we're talking about size based on weight. And so these guys caught this giant fish. And they came in and they brought it in and it was weighed. And they said, hey, congratulations, this is the heaviest fish caught. Problem is there's a rule that says that uh, this fish doesn't qualify. So people are upset by that. And, of course, a lot of people are, are reminded of the story about the fishermen who got caught stuffing their fish to make them heavier. And, and they, of course, got DQ'd on that, and they wound up facing criminal charges. Now, there's no allegation. Everybody cheated here. It's, it's a, <laughs> that's the weird part. <laughs> These guys lost a gigantic prize because of a rule that many people go, what? But it turns out the rule exists. And if you enter a contest and you say, I will abide by the rules, then the people who are enforcing those rules can enforce those rules. The only question is, are they enforcing the rule correctly? And believe it or not, I I think they are. Uh, And I know that because I've got a set of the rules in front of me from the International Game Fish Association, or the IGFA.org is their website. If you want to look up their rules and read along with me, you can do that. But headline, this is from CNN, but widely reported, Fishing crew misses out on $3 million prize after their 619-pound blue marlin disqualified because of mutilation at sea. So they reeled this thing in, and when they got it aboard, it had appeared to have been bitten by a shark, which is not a way you want to end your day, but then again, if you're on the deck of a ship and you're a fish, you've got other problems. Eric Levinson and Rajya Rezek wrote this. A fishing crew lost out on a $3 million tournament prize after the 619-pound blue marlin they caught was DQ'd due to mutilation caused by a shark or other marine animal, according to a statement from the Big Rock Blue Marlin Tournament. So this is a big tournament, uh, and I'm not a professional fisherman, but I assume that if they got that kind of money to throw around, uh, it's a big deal. The crew of the boat, called the Sensation, caught the massive fish as part of the week-long tournament based out of North Carolina. The Marlin put up a six-hour fight, according to the tournament website, and they boated the beast on Saturday night. Uh, And I guess boated is the term meaning that you got the fish to come out of the water and hang out with you on your boat. Uh, The tournament live streamed the boats returned to shore and crowds cheered as the marlin was hoisted into the air and weighed. But a problem became clear quite quickly. So it it wasn't like three days later they disqualified him. This became an issue right away. So the Big Rock board member who was hosting the live stream of the event said, "Okay, guys, let's talk about the rules for a second. It would appear that this fish has been bitten by a shark. And a photo of the crew and the fish show that the marlin had visible wounds on its underside and near its tail. Now, you might be saying, but Steve, this fish ain't going back in the water. (laughs) Why does this matter? Well, the rules say it matters. And apparently, I I think, and I could be wrong on this, so does anybody out there who's a professional fisherman weigh in on this? Other people can weigh in too, but that's more speculation. But I think... The real point is that if you are hooked to a fish and you're fighting it, that you need to land it faster rather than slower. And so if you are reeling this thing in over such a long period of time that bad things happen to it, they're going to say that's not a good thing. Now, again, I didn't make up these rules. I'm just simply pointing out they exist. I'm guessing that that's the reason for the rule. Otherwise, to suggest that, oh no, you've got to simply catch a blemish-free fish. Otherwise, we won't count it. I can't imagine the purpose of such a rule. There, and by the way, there's actually an exemption for fish that have scars from previous injuries. <laughs> so I'm assuming it has to do with the fact that they suspect that it may have been mauled by a shark. And this, this is the international symbol for a shark coming at you. Uh, It may have been mauled by a shark as it was being reeled in over those six hours. Uh, By Sunday, the tournament had announced, after consultation with experts, that the Sensations Blue Marlin was disqualified. And the official statement says, After careful deliberation and discussions between the Big Rock Rules Committee and Board of Directors with biologists from NC State and NC Marine Fisheries, As well as the International Game Fish Association, or the IGFA, as I like to call them, it was determined that Sensation's 619-pound blue marlin is disqualified due to mutilation caused by a shark or other marine animal. It was deemed that the fish was mutilated before it was landed or boated, and therefore it was disqualified. Now, they say it was mutilated before and obviously it wasn't mutilated after. However, unless they have a shark on board that they don't know about... Uh, it was mutilated, I'm guessing, shortly before it was landed or during the landing process. The tournament said, This decision is consistent with prior decisions made by the tournament in similar circumstances over the last 65 years. Sensation would have won $3.5 million for the catch, including a bonus, in essence, of $700,000 for catching a fish weighing more than 500 pounds or a, a marlin, more than 500 pounds. Instead, the crew of a boat called Sushi, which brought in a 484-pound blue marlin, won first place. And their prize money then came out to be $2.7 million. 2.7. Still, the captain of the sensation believes his vessel won the tournament fair and square. And he was interviewed on CNN. He said, we worked hard. We felt like what we did was incredible with this fish. We knew we had won the tournament. I knew the fish was going to destroy the other fish on the leaderboard weight-wise, and that's exactly what it did. We followed all the rules. There was nothing nefarious or cheating or anything like that on our part. We feel like it was taken away from us. And by the way, no one's accusing them of wrongdoing, and I wanted to make that clear at the top. The previous fishing disqualification videos had to do with fishermen cheating. Here, there's no allegation that these guys did anything wrong It's just that they landed the fish, and when it got on board, it had a shark bite. And so the shark bite disqualifies it. So he says, uh, nothing nefarious or cheating or anything like that on our part. And again, absolutely, he is speaking the truth, okay? He says, we feel like it was taken away from us. And I can understand that because there was a moment where people were going nuts, going, look at that gigantic marlin. And then the guy says, but let's talk about the rules. We have a problem. So he said he believed the tournament was arbitrarily applying the rules differently from year to year. And I'd be curious to know, had any winning Marlins in past years had shark bites on them? Tournament is about catching the biggest fish. We caught the biggest fish. I'm not a sour grapes person. I'm not a sore loser. We won the tournament. We caught the biggest fish. As they say, put that in your pipe and smoke it. (laughs) Which, by the way, is also something that John Doremus said. And that's a a bonus points for those of you who know who he is. The Blue Marlin, known for its spear-like bill, can grow to be 14 feet long, weigh 2,000 pounds. The Big Rock Tournament record was set in 2019 when the crew of Top Dog hauled in one weighing 914 pounds. There were a total of 271 boats participating in this year's tournament. The competitive fishing world, of course, was rocked last year when the winning fish in an Ohio tournament involving walleye were found to be stuffed with lead weights and fish fillets. The fishermen who were exposed as cheaters on camera were disqualified from nearly $29,000 in prize money and later pleaded guilty to criminal charges. So let's get back to the fish mutilation. And I looked up the IGFA.org rules, and it says, and they, by the way, they've got rules on everything. they got rules on what kind of equipment you use, how you use the equipment, what you do with the equipment during the tournament, how you land the fish. And then it says the following acts will disqualify a catch. And there's 15 of them. Failure to comply with equipment or angling regulations. Um, I'm giving examples here. Shooting, harpooning, or lancing a fish at any stage of the catch. Uh, using a boat or device to beach or drive a fish into shallow water in order to deprive the fish of its normal ability to swim. And so on. The following situations will disqualify a catch. And there's four of them. And number two, mutilation to the fish prior to landing or boating the catch caused by sharks, other fish, mammals, or propellers that remove or penetrate the flesh. So if you land the fish and it runs into the propeller on your boat, gets mutilated, disqualified. Likewise, if you're landing the fish and it gets mutilated by a nearby boat, disqualified. Which, that would be quite annoying if you think about it. But then it says, Injuries caused by leader or line, scratches or old healed scars, or regeneration deformities are not considered to be disqualifying injuries. Any mutilation on a fish must be shown in a photograph and fully explained in a report accompanying the record application. Because the IGFA also tracks record fish. So if you catch a fish and you go, I caught this fish following the IGFA rules and it is a world record, I want you to certify it, they're going to say, let's see pictures. And if they see mutilation in the pictures, they're going to go, okay, what's that all about? Because that would disqualify the fish. And so this tournament has apparently adopted the IGFA rules for its tournament, as well as the IGFA using them for whatever they use them for, which is tournaments and records and things of that nature. So it specifically says mutilation to the fish prior to landing or boating the catch. Now you could say, Steve, why does it say prior to? Well, (laughs) you've got to think of this stuff, right? Presumably, it could get mutilated after it was landed. But that, I suspect, would be a whole different problem. But here it is, mutilation to the fish prior to landing or boating the catch caused by sharks, other fish, mammals, or propellers uh, that remove or penetrate the flesh. So if it's got an injury like that, it is disqualified by the IGFA. So the only thing I can really see here as a big question I would have is the um, the fisherman who caught this fish. And he's talking there about it with CNN. And he says, I think they're applying the rules unevenly. Okay, And the question is, is that the case? In other words, have there been winners in the past that were mutilated? And if so... How bad is mutilation and does it compare to what was going on here? Because that can be a problem. And a lot of people, I don't think, catch the distinction between how people can be accused of breaking the law or breaking the rules in this situation. And one is there's a rule on the books and you break the rule. Oh, you lose, right? However, what if there's a rule on the books that's never enforced, and it gets selectively enforced. And anybody who went to law school will remember a case called Yick Wo. Yick Wo. I'm not making it up. Yick Wo. All the law students and attorneys in the audience are going, "Yep, Steve." Everyone else is going, "What?" It's a guy's name, Yick Wo, and it was a Supreme Court case involving a man in California who believed he'd been singled out because he was being prosecuted for violation of the law. That no one else is being prosecuted for. And there's a concept in the law that we talk about called equal protection. Equal protection. Now, we're talking about fishing rules here. Obviously, it's not a constitutional issue. But the question becomes, is there a rule on the books? Yes. Did this fish violate those rules in in essence? It appears to have. Okay. The guy loses. Except... If you could show that in prior years, they didn't enforce this rule, that would become a question. Now, whether you could go to court and overturn something like this by saying, hey, look, there's this rule, they've never enforced it, now they've enforced it. I'd be curious to see what a judge would do. If there was overwhelming evidence that they had never enforced that rule before, I can see a judge saying, that's a problem, that's a problem. But if they've enforced it before, or enforced it sporadically, or let's face it, one shark bite might be different than another, but it's got to be a mutilation of some substance because it does say that uh, it's got to remove or penetrate the flesh. But then again, I guess a simple bite that just as long as the teeth penetrate the flesh could be considered mutilation. So that's my question. And so if I was involved in this situation, what I'd be doing right about now, and I'm sure they've been doing this already, is going through the photographs of previous years to see what they show. And that would be, in my mind, the real argument here. And the guy says, hey, look, they're enforcing this rule uh, inconsistently. And that's what he says. And I don't know if they are or not. But again, the rule is there. It's on the books. And so by the letter of the law, the people who run the contest, that's how it works. On the other hand, the question is, are the rules applied fairly? So there you go. But from CNN, Eric Levinson and Raya Razak wrote this. And everyone sent it to me. Thank you very much. Fishing crew misses out on $3 million prize after 619-pound blue marlin DQ'd because of mutilation at sea. And I've also got to tell you, and this is kind of timely, this shirt confuses a lot of people. It's in my regular rotation. It pops up every two or 300 shirts. And um, this is the Great Lakes. Great Lakes. So you got your Huron, you got your Ontario, you got your Michigan, you got your Erie, you got your Superior. And the blue, the light blue, is, of course, the lakes. And... This would be the land, and this right here would be Michigan. Lower Peninsula, Upper Peninsula, and these are the Great Lakes. So whenever I wear this shirt, there's one where I wear that's got just Lake Superior on it. People go, what is that? What is that? People in the Midwest go, oh yeah, the Great Lakes. <laughs> but I wouldn't expect everyone to get that. But look at a map of the U.S., and you'll see this group of lakes right there. And of course, Canada would be up here, and the U.S. would be down here. So that's the explanation for the shirt. In case you're curious, but of course, we're talking about fishing, so why not? Questions or comments, put them below. Let's talk to you later. Bye bye. Thank you for watching Leto's Law. Definition of law gone Making a wood stove hot.